Dude, I don't like drain the lake. I can't make a <laughs> daggone decision. I know. I get I get stuck in it because I'm like, thinking of the future the whole time. Well, and see, my problem is, as, as we start this conversation about fantasy fishing and Kelsey Shrugs' <laughs> shoulders, like, my problem uh, is this. I know that somebody, somebody out of those Florida guys is going to do really, really well, but I also know somebody of those Florida guys is going to struggle, and I don't want to burn them because there's a couple of those guys that are from Florida that can do really well in some other places too, you know? Oh, yeah. So I'm like – like here on the St. John's, my thing is this, the St. John's river, the last couple of years, like there's been some oddball winners there with, with Rick Clun winning it, Brian new being brand new to the, the elite series. Oh, yeah. But like, then we go to the Harris chain right after this one. So for fantasy fishing, just the typical buckets, it don't make a big deal, but it's a huge deal when you think about like drain the lake. And once I pick this guy, he's gone completely. So that, that, mm freaks me out just a little bit with that one but we'll go ahead and snyder i'm gonna let you talk about who you pick for let's just do the buckets first and then we'll get into the the drain the lake so talk about who you picked and why okay well first thing i do is i'll be honest i study this i go in and i watch <laughs> previous um best master elite shows and take the top 10 and i see how often they come in the top 10 or the top 20. And then I go in and look at the pros. Like, I think it's like Great House and Jesse and them and go through their picks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tally them all up. And I say, okay, this huh. guy will pick the most. This guy has the best finishes. And that, that's honestly how I do that. I go in, I study it for a while. Well, Bassmaster has made it a lot easier. Like, if you go in and click on the guy's name, like it's a lot easier now to jump in and look back at tournaments that they fished on those lakes and, and do a quick rundown through their Florida finishes and stuff. So I didn't know that part. Yeah. So if you'll jump in on their name and click on the name and then it like pulls up like tournament history, like full tournament history, you can click down there Mm -hmm. and it'll, it'll do a quick breakdown. So like I'll run through and see like, all right, like what does Florida look like to this guy? It's right there at the bottom, Kelsey. If you'll scroll down, it says like full tournament or whatever. View all tournaments. Yeah, view all tournaments. Yeah. And like if you'll scroll through that really quickly, just I just run to the Florida states and I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah. where do you finish here? Where do you finish here? Because there's yeah. some of these guys that like they are they're like consistent making the cut. And I'm like, on drain the lake, I might just need some guys that are consistent just making the cut in Florida that way. I don't burn up all these really good guys, but but yeah, I'm with you. I go through those, those pundit picks as well and look, kind of see what they're talking about. And some of those guys, they'll do like their top pick and then they'll do like their secondary pick for that bucket. And then their dark horse. Yes. And if there's anybody that's going to like listen to this, watch this, that's new to the fantasy fishing, we got a bucket, a, a bucket B, C, D, and E. And you only have certain people in each one of those buckets to choose from. So let's just go around. We'll go to all of us really quick. Who'd you pick for bucket bucket A, Snyder? I picked Greg Hackney. Ah, Greg Hackney. And, he was and a, it's because of last year. He just Yeah. And he finished he finished in the second. top 10, right? He finished second because I had him and Brian New, and Brian New won it and he came second. Yeah, so you got off to a really hot hot start. And I think he'll continue that. I think he'll do really good with his second year coming back. Kelsey, who'd you take for, for bucket A, man? I took Hank Cherry. Uh, he he I mean he he finished 
kind of close towards the top. I mean, he was what 29th, I think, yeah. last last time he finished that finished so, that lake. So, so it's going to be some solid points. Yeah, I, I feel like he he's got a good chance. I mean, he he wasn't well, definitely the, out of it. And the thing is, the St. John's is very different from like the Harris Chain or Toho. Like you got a lot of shell bars. The lake fishes differently. You're dealing with with a tidal situation with it being a river. And I know that there's a lot of years and us not being from anywhere there ever having been there, but they always have a huge like transition with, is there grass? Is there no grass? Yeah. So Hank Cherry with a jerk bait could be, could be killer. And and the weather, the weather depends on which way it goes. They were a little bit worried about the weather last week and it's been changing some, but um, I'm going to throw my pick out there for bucket a, and I promise you I picked this before the news just came out. Now, if you looked at it, it's not for the opens that just finished up. Uh, Brandon Lester. Brandon Lester. That's my pick for bucket A. If you go back and you look through his stats, like he, he's been super consistent down there. And I'll be honest with you, especially like in the drain the lake, he's one of those guys that I feel like is not a Florida boy that you could throw a pick on to save some of those guys, like maybe a, a John Cox that you don't want to pick right now. Because I feel like some of those Florida guys are going to do better at the Harris chain. I feel like that's a, a more of a true, a true Florida lake going to the Harris chain. That's a little bit more of their wheelhouse. It's yeah. more like Okeechobee for, for Scott Martin. Speaking of Okeechobee, this, this goober here is getting to go down there and fish. <laughs> when is that here in a month? No, in two weeks. Uh, winter oh, that's break. right. It's, it's during the Cherokee tournament. That's not during our spring break. Dude, I'm I'm so jealous. I'm not even going to lie. All right. So we got Brandon. Cherokee, but. Yeah, well, for Okeechobee and the chance to get out there and fish yeah. in Florida for the first I mean, time, it, it's worth it. We're gonna be we're gonna be up here with thermals on and thick socks. And you're gonna be down there in flip flops and, and shorts. And you're gonna come back looking like a raccoon with them sunburnt uh, yeah. eyes, man. All right, I'm so I got to stick too many pictures. <laughs> yeah, don't break my heart too bad, man. <laughs> so I've got Brandon Lester. You've got Hank Cherry. We got Greg Hackney. So moving on to Bucket B, guys. Uh, Kelsey, we'll kick off with you here on Bucket B. Got a lot of good guys in here again, um, and some new faces coming back. You got Jacob Peroznik in there, who's coming back to us from from Major League Fishing and stuff. So, Kelsey, who'd you take for Bucket B, brother? I took Drew Benton. All right, Drew uh, Benton, Georgia boy. I mean, now Drew Benton was, I think I'm right on this. Snyder was he the one that drove back, had a baby like last year or the year before that on this first tournament? I think so. And he like he drove all the way back there or something and, and barely made it back. He was driving back. Kind of felt like no. he had Bugs Island. You had yeah, a little I was gonna say drive all the way back for Elsie's <laughs> Elsie's birth and you, turn right around. You've done that before. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and I've been threatened with my life again. But yeah, so I think that uh Drew Benton will be a good pick. He's he's a good guy. I like Drew Benton. Snyder, who'd you take in Bucket B? I took Jacob, the newcomer. Mm, the new like Greg the Hackney. Yeah. Yeah, I think Greg Hatney last year, his first time back, he was trying to make a statement. I think he's going to try to make a statement. Well, he, yeah, I would agree yeah. with you on that one. And the thing is what impresses me and other people have talked about it too on some of these other podcasts and stuff. These major league fishing boys that jump back in these opens and they literally just, I mean, I'm going to go back to the elites and boom, there they go. Like, yeah, they just walk back over and dominate. And yeah. Iconelli did it. So he's back in, in the playing field, which – um, I don't know how I, he may come out and impress me there in Florida. I definitely expect him to do better on some of the, the TVA lakes and, and get oh, yeah, back definitely. up north and stuff. But, um, okay, so we got Drew Benton. We got 
um, Jacob Peroznik, who is an awesome sight fisherman. And as we, we think about the weather, they're kind of looking at the possibility of a warming trend and not a huge one, but they were talking the other day that you're going to be looking at it only getting down into the forties. Um, and I don't know if y'all have been watching any of the major league fishing today. Uh, have you been checking that out Snyder? Oh yeah. Mark Daniels was wearing it out. He was, but man, to be down in Louisiana on that lake and it was frosted over. I mean, that was, mm-hmm. that is not the conditions you want to be down South and have it that cold, but Oh, it's um, been a struggle. Yeah, that it has. And I was worried about that for the Florida boys because, man, if you have one of those major cold fronts hit, but Jacob Peroznik being as good at sight fishing as he is, he's liable to absolutely light that up whenever – if they hit it just right and those fish are moving up on the beds. Okay. I remember a couple of years ago down there in Lake George, the southern end, like boats, like you could just walk across them whenever you watch live or watch the pictures. Guys were just – just perusing all over each other on the trolling motors, just looking at the beds and trying to find the next big one. But for my bucket B pick, and this is a guy that I, I, I kind of watched him on YouTube a couple years before he got onto the elite series and he was doing some just smaller videos and then watched him through the opens, but it's Kyle Welcher. And this, this guy has really impressed me. He just, he just goes fishing. He just has fun at it. He goes out and does really well. Sometimes he's, that's all you need to do. And, and that's the key. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to get out there and just go fishing. And, and he's really impressed me with that. So I've got Kyle Welcher as my, my bucket B pick. And we'll slide on over here to uh, bucket C now. And this one for me is where it starts to get tough from C on. I feel like I can kind of pick and choose fairly simply in, in A and B somewhat. But I decided to play it safe here and not in Drain the Lake, but here on this one, I decided for Bucket C to go with Scott Martin. He's a high percentage pick. At right now, I'm showing 19.5%. But at the same time, like I feel like out of this group, he's kind of between him and John Cox, he's a he's a softer play. He's got a little bit less heat on him as far as ownership. So I'm gonna go with a Scott Martin out of uh out of bucket C. Snyder, who are you rolling with in bucket C, brother? That's exactly who I picked, yeah. Martin. And I was I wanted to pick Brian New, but not many of them can duplicate and do it twice in a row, you know? Yeah, that was what I was thinking too, because I looked at him and I'm like, you know, with the St. John's changing as much as it does, and and we, we talk about that, yet Rick Clun went out here and, and had a really good – was able to win this tournament – on different times but i'm with you i I feel like he's gonna have a a struggle repeating maybe just he had a great year last year a great kickoff to the year and i I feel like i feel like scott martin's a little upset at how his his season went on the elite series last year i think he was expecting to be to be up there battling for some wins a little bit more than he was so i'm looking for him to kick off in florida and, and, of course, he lives in Florida. He's got tons of time down there. And, and we've talked about the Okeechobee and St. John's are, are kind of different worlds sometimes, but he does have that experience. So, Kelsey? I went with somebody that's going to be an underdog, I guess, but it, I went with David Mullins. I, huh? I, I just All went right. with a Tennessee guy in that one because I was like, you know, you don't know what they're going to be walking into going down there. So, I mean, and, and I feel like true. guys from this area, they do have a – natural born ability to adapt to two different situations and to so, cold fronts if we do get yeah, a cold front down there definitely 
And like we said, now the other thing we haven't talked about yet is there's a, a reservoir on this lake or on this river system, Rodman Reservoir, that a lot mm-hmm. of these boys locked into. I remember a couple years ago they locked in, and it was like doomsday for all of them. Carl Jacobson posted or even wrote an article about it, how they had all planned to go over to Rodman, and they got in there, and the bite that they had been on was just absolutely gone. And they all, everybody that locked through those gates, maybe except for maybe one, came back with almost nothing. Uh, mm-hmm. They came in with some low weights, and it actually absolutely crushed their days. But I don't know if Mullins will go over there, but I'm sure there will be some other people. I know watching Polnick's video from last year, like he hung around that that lock and caught some of his fish and made a little bit of a comeback. Um, but, yeah, Mullins is a guy that can can adapt. And, again, with those shell beds, you just never know. Um, but there's there's some other ones in there. Like we said, you've got you've got Brian New, you've got Chris Zaldane, who's at a seven point three percent, and of course Snyder, you and I have talked about him. He scares me all the time because Chris Zaldane is a I'm going to go big, or I'm going to go home. Exactly. And when it comes to fantasy fishing, like that can just that can be the death blow to you. Um, another one that I'd like to watch. He's been spending. He's new to the the series, just made it over. Um, but Joshua Douglas, and then the other one I, I'm, I keep my eyes on in this bucket C is that Cody Huff because he's similar to Patrick Walters, and he knows his his panoptics really, really well. And if he goes over there into Rodman like Patrick Walters did uh, last year and just live scopes them guys and snipers them, he, he might do really good. So, Snyder, we'll come he, back to you. He, do what? Well, one thing about that Cody Huff, he's a favorite for the underdog for that bracket for that oh. Oh yeah, it, I would I would be Cody Huff will be battling for the rookie of the year, hands down, no doubt. Um, he's actually been been mentored and stuff by, um, by Rick Clun. They know each other out there from from the Midwest and stuff, and from Missouri really well. So he he's gonna be he's gonna be hard to hard to compete with. All right, Snyder, knock us off with with bucket D. Here's where I get I get a little bit I fall into the follow the crowd a little bit for me. So what'd you go with here in bucket D? That's exactly what I did. I went with Cliff Prince just cause I didn't feel confident with anyone else to be honest. And see, that's where I feel like bucket D and bucket E are like the make or breaks for me because I could either do really well with a bunch of other people, or I could really mess up with a bunch of other people. And there's these other guys that are like, they'll, they'll blow by you because they picked some, I don't want to say oddball, but they, they pick somebody that you wouldn't expect to do so well, and all of a sudden they do great. And I'm with you. I, I picked Cliff Prince for Bucket D. Kelsey? I went a different way. Oh, I went, right. Well, I mean, not really too different. I mean, I, but I, someone that has um has a better better percentage, more or right. less. And I went with uh, Mark Menendez just because he was kind of in the middle of the road, and he, yeah. he does – I mean, he is consistent. So. Well, now, and he was battling here just recently – when they were down there, when he, he was catching them on some moving baits and stuff. So he could play again very, very well in this tournament. Cause I feel like it's going to be more of a pre-spawn deal. What do you think Snyder? You think they're going to be like smash them on the beds or you think they're going to be pre-spawn? I think it's going to be a little bit of both. I think there's going to be some pre-spawn. I think that maybe later towards the end, they might get some moving up closer to their beds, not quite on the bed, but yeah. Really- well, and, and Lester was talking about on Toho that I think he was catching him off the bed. I need to go back and read tonight once he, like, they post the article. But he was talking about the wind was so bad 
that it was hard to see him. Like he would have to kind of just go drifting until he until he saw something to throw at. But I, you always wonder about that too. I, I know that one one year they said they they had fish on the beds. They were locked on down there in Lake George. But the problem was the wind and the the um, just the tide the way it worked literally pulled all that water out of that area and the fish had it was almost dry land where they had been sitting up there spawning so yeah i think i think that it could be it could set up depending on the weather we know how weather can shift really quick this time of year and it can really it can go go to the bad real fast and yeah i want to i want to say i mean michaela my wife um her grandmother lives in tampa yeah and they were saying that it was down in you know the 50s 60s there for a while and now it's getting back up into the 80s so i mean they, they i mean they don't have the extreme colds we do but i right. mean they, they do have some weather changing down it, there right and now it doesn't take long for that water to warm up with with the average depth being so much more shallow than what oh, it yeah. is around here so um i went again with that safer play cliff prince burnt me one time if you look at his his stats he's finished in like the top 25 six out of the seven or six out of the eight times that they've been there he burnt me one time, and that was he had like a motor failure or something on day one, and couldn't even fish much of the day. But I, I, I feel like playing it safe at least for this first part of the season. We'll let Kelsey be our our firecracker over here, Schneider. We'll let him be the <laughs> test dummy for us and and see if that taking that risk plays out. So, Kelsey, since you are seem to be our wild man over here and and picking some oddballs and going the different route, why not? let's go ahead and, and tell us what you picked for uh bucket e and then we'll let snyder share who'd you go with there i went with clint davis Ooh, clint davis i like the yeah, pick i mean i mean he's Alabama got a boy i mean he's got some experience with got, some big tournaments yeah so i mean just kind of going with i'm looking for people that are used to fishing stuff like what we're going into so i mean so some grass grass they've been they've been in these areas like like fish florida i mean he used to be an flw boy Mm -hmm. so he's got experience in florida because flw basically similar to bass opened up their season all the time down there um so clint davis a good pick and and what's his percentage what was his 5.2 percent so that's another good percentage play there and bucket e starts to get tough again like we said you get down here and there's the hard part snyder's there's a lot of unknowns right you got a lot of the new guys coming in from the opens and stuff. So, Snyder, who'd you go with here? Well, I about went with Justin Atkins as a veteran, but I end up going with Matty Wong. Ooh, I've heard a lot of people talking talking his name. They like he's very laid back. He's got just a an attitude of, hey, I'm just going to go out here and have some fun and easy going. Um, he, he's a name that, that's been popping up on some podcasts and stuff. So, that might be – those two might be some sleeper picks. I'm going to be a little bit dull here, guys. I'm going to go with another local, somewhat local Florida boy and kind of play that that angle. He's not a high percentage pick, but he's kind of been all over the board. He took a medical leave last year. I'm going with Jesse Tacarante. He's out of Orlando, and he – like I said, he's going to be kind of an unknown just because he wasn't around there last year. But I'm going to stick with some local flavor and say maybe, just maybe these guys get it figured out and they save me from a bad opening. I'm just surprised nobody wanted to pick Rick Klun. I mean, come on. He's got the history down Dude, there. he's got the history. <laughs> but I'm like, how long can this man keep going? Like, he is – he's the bionic man. Like, the fact that 
I don't know. Snyder might be because Snyder's well, I don't know. Snyder and his his knees might give out by then on him. But it's all that yoga he does. It's all that yoga. That, <laughs> right. you know, that Rick you, are you gonna start doing some yoga, Snyder? Hey, if it's working, I'll try. <laughs> if it's working, I'll try. Like that man, what was it? Dad used to tell me stories from, from the older days that he would read articles that Rick Clun would like listen to whales on tape and stuff. Like those would be the articles he'd read to try to like just kind of get into that mode. He's talked before about like not he didn't like to sleep in hotels or houses like he wanted to camp because he felt like he acclimated to to the pressure and stuff and the barometric pressure and he felt those changes and was like yeah me and kelsey can attest to that i mean we fell asleep one night and the the heater kicked off yeah. one night we had in the tent we about froze to death yeah, I, don't know. I was very acclimated to i was freezing cold <laughs> it was burnt we were sweating when we went to sleep and woke Dang, up bro i was gonna keep us warm and then that thing kick, uh kicked off on us and we were in trouble when that happened we froze to death that night we were sleeping in the singing cowboy. we were sleeping in a tent <laughs> singing. every every morning at four o'clock going to the shower, that the shower was house good. yeah snyder we you missed out on some trips man with us running around for bfls those were uh those were some interesting days all right snyder I'm going to let you tell me kind of how you played this one out for the drain the lake. We're not going to go one by one. I'm going to let you just tell me who all you pick. I don't even think Kelsey's, not, got, Kelsey's like, I haven't yet. even had enough time yet to look at this. He's overwhelmed after logging in for the first time in years. six years. So I'm going to yeah. let you tell me your team for the drain the lake Snyder. And, and again, guys, for those of you listening, the drain the lake is totally different than the bucket. The bucket picks you can pick whoever in that bucket every time for all the tournaments. It doesn't matter. Drain the lake, though, is different because you pick this person, and once you pick them, they're gone for the rest of the year. And it's also a little bit different, and this threw me off, Snyder, because you got to pick eight guys. And I'm <laughs> like, good grief, i got to pick eight people. But So you pick eight. And once you pick them, they're off the table. So, Snyder, I'm going to let you take it away. You you run down your team and your thought behind why you picked certain ones right now and didn't save them for later. So, kind of what I do is I think I save my smallmouth guys till later. I look up and your smallmouth guys are going to be later in the year. So, I try to save those Paul Nicks and guys like that. And then I try to save Patrick Walters and, you know, Lee for out on Lake Fork. But what I try to do is pick some guys that I would normally pick, but I didn't feel confident in, kind of like um, where Kelsey picked Drew Benton. Well, I was going to pick Drew Benton if he was in another bracket. Yeah. So I picked Drew Benton, John Cruz, Greg Hackney. Now, I do throw in some of my picks, but I don't throw in all my picks. Right, right. Save some. Save some. I picked Mark Mendez because last year I think he had a great show and he just kind of fell off in the last two days. Um, started really hot. Brian knew. So that's where I brought in Brian knew because <laughs> I still. <laughs> You're going to get him in there somewhere, right? I wish I wish I could have picked him, but I just have a feeling Scott Martin's going to take over. But uh, And then I picked some rookies. So I, I picked Matty Wong. I picked Derek Hundle. And then uh, Jay – What's it, Jay Prescott? Prescott, something like that. Stephen Huh? Prescott? Prescott? <laughs> I have no, I don't know who you're talking about, man. Try here. Jay Prescott. 
Yeah, we'll go with we'll that. Go with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. All right, Jay Prescott. <laughs> Just because I was Sorry, looking Jay, in, and he had won some. Um, he has won, he'd won some Southern tournaments, and I was like, well, I don't know much. We don't have. We have to use them all up, so I throw in some rookies and try to save some of the bigger names for later whenever, like, because you'll know when, I'll be honest, Greg Hackney shut off last year about halfway through. He started yeah. off and then just shut off. So some of them either build steam or they lose their steam halfway through the year, in my opinion. So you're, so you're trying to use them up while the good's still there in them. Exactly. So I use some of them up, but then also I throw in those rookies because I feel like they're going to try to show out first couple of tournaments. Yeah, and they may come in there full of pee and vinegar and just absolutely, absolutely go to to town. So, all right. So, is that all your guys? That's all my guys. All right. So, I, I kind of – I probably should have looked a little bit further into the future to see what other tournaments were coming up, but I didn't look. I kind of had remembered a general idea, so – I really tried to use up – this is going to sound bad, but my B-team Florida guys on this one. So, Kobe Krieger was somebody that was a super high percentage in in one of his buckets and has some good history. And I wanted to use him up here at first. Cliff Prince is another guy. He's kind of been – he does well in Florida, kind of gets a big fish here and there. I'm, I'm kind of pull, mm-hmm. leaning on that from Cliff Prince. Uh, I've got Jesse uh, Tacarante in there again that I had in one of my buckets. I've got Bernie Schultz, and Bernie Schultz has been a funny one. I didn't mm-hmm. really want to burn him because he's also had some really good smallmouth finishes. Like, it's been strange oh, yeah. how well he does up north when he fishes. But I went ahead and burnt Bernie Schultz on this one because I was also thinking I want to save some of my Florida guys, like I told you all, for the Harris chain. Because I, yeah. I feel like some of these Florida guys like John Cox, um, Scott Martin, some of those Florida guys are going to shine more on that lake as opposed to the St. John's River. Then I went with uh, Clifford Perch. He's another one that throws some big fish in there every once in a while. He's done some good things. He can also get finessey with them if you need him to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I threw one that was, got off to a hot start down there last year. It may totally backfire on me, but Gary Klaus. And Gary Klaus – what do you have last year, Snyder? I think he had like 28 pounds on day one or something down in Crescent, didn't he? Yeah, he worked out down there. And then all of a sudden, his fish just ran out. But that's one of the funny things about Florida. It seems like so many of these guys, you can get you can get a big bite and or you can get a big bag on just one of the days and you can kind of ride that through the rest of the tournament. So if I can, if I can get him to either day one or day two, kind of repeat and get that huge bag, um, that'll, uh, that'll at least get him through a little bit. Uh, but another one that you put on there that I kind of like down here is, is John Cruz. And he, he had that monster on a spinning reel last year on the, the St. John's and he just might do that again too. Mm-hmm. But there was one other that was, that kept bouncing around in my head, but I just couldn't do it with the tournaments to come. And that was Lee Livesey. Uh, cause he had done some good. I'd also played around with, with of course the the Johnston brothers, Chris and Corey, but you can't with them going back to the St. Lawrence River this year, like you can't do that. So because you know you're gonna need them need them later on in the year. So that's the that's the tough part. But all right, boys, we're gonna wrap this thing up. 
This is our first podcast for our fantasy fishing, our TNCBA fantasy fishing of the year. Um, we don't need Snyder to get off to as hot a start as he did last year and continue just to build steam the whole way through. So we're going to, have to try to get in his head a little bit for these podcasts. But <laughs> let's go around and what is the winning weight going to be? Because you got to have the tiebreaker in there. What is going to be that winning weight? Kelsey, we'll start with you. What is going to be that winning weight? Well, I went with consistency. And, you know, I mean, there's going to be a big bag here and there, but I kind of went low just because, okay. you know. So I went with like 53 pounds. 53. Wait pounds, a second. You're saying for four days? Yeah. I'm talking consistency. Talk to you about 15 your pound bags a day. He's going to win. I was going to say, Clawson I'm, had that in two I'm days. Saying, <laughs> I'm just, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm playing right, it low. Right, I'm okay. playing it low. All right. We're going to work him back into this, Snyder. We got, I got him on here and he said, man, I hadn't even set my team. He pulled that thing up. He's like, dude, I don't even know half these people on here. Most of the people, last time I made a fancy fishing bracket, they were all fishing. It was major league fishing guys that were in here. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It could, I mean, you could have a cold front. It could be horrible for my sake while I'm watching live. I hope it's not 15 pounds. I want to see these guys just absolutely smashing the hot out. All right. So you're saying it's going to be a low weight. It's going to be going, I'm going, going with, be, with consistency. It's going to be that consistency. People might have a big day. They're going to fall off the next day. Okay. And Florida is perfect, like, is a prime thing the, for that. Those like, you fish can, are fickle. You can find them one day and they never find them again. Snyder, what'd you put for that tiebreaker, man? So I went for 81. All right. So, so about 81 a 20 pounds. pounds, 20 pounds a day. And then if you're like Clawson and get a 28 to 25 pounds, you're, you're pushing it. So there you go. I, I think so. I, I went just a little bit heavier. I went with an 85 11 for, for my weight. Well, What's I'm up, Kingsley? Off. How you doing, girl? Hey, you've been sitting there helping daddy make his fishing picks, honey? Yes, I picked. All right. You just make sure you go in there and change all his picks right before the tournament starts, okay? That that'll help us. That'll help us all out. I need you to go in there and start picking for him. Well, guys, we're going to get off here. We're going to let y'all go. Snyder, I appreciate you hopping on here for us for this first podcast of the year for our TNCBA Fantasy Fishing. Kelsey, you're going to be, you're going to be our dark horse over there, our wild right. man picking I'm, some crazy sure stuff. sure is. Right. Guys, you've got just a few more days left to pick your teams. Get in there, get registered with our, with our club, for our fantasy fishing group, and we will all check y'all out later. And we'll talk about the tournaments, how they go, and we'll be on for the next one on the Harris Chain. So we'll catch y'all at that tournament time and talk about some more fantasy fishing guys see y'all